Hello all and welcome to Fiery's Corner and welcome back if you're returning. It's your host Fiery Moon and I'm here to, you know, do this season's final episode which is entitled Taking Your Power Back. First and foremost, I would like to send a huge thank you and shout out to all of my listeners and supporters who have taken the time out to listen, but more so for being a part of my journey and allowing me to be a part of yours. Uh, So without further ado, we're going to jump right in. If you are familiar with my uh, podcast, you know that the titles or topics for each episode has a corresponding tarot reading. And there are three readings that are posted on my YouTube channel, which is at Fiery, F-I-E-R-Y, Moon Tarot, um, in which you can, you know, see how you know the topics are pulled from the energy of the readings this episode will incorporate three readings the first one is titled making peace with your past and stepping into your truth the second one is coming into union with yourself manifest physically and the last one is developing your own vision these are all uh weekly tarot readings that were done as I tried to get, you know, um, or have the readings and the episodes done each week, but the way, you know, things are and, you know, just trying to stay fluid and working with the energy as best as I can, I try my best to keep it relevant, but, you know, sometimes there are things and, you know, changes that happen and, you know, I just try my best to go with the flow. But with that being said, we're going to go ahead and jump right into this episode. In the last episode, we talked about the road to rebuilding, how we begin the process and what we can do to begin laying a new foundation. This week, we will discuss what it means to take your power back. And that first step is normally initiating by deciding to take that leap of faith. As we step into the unknown, we are unsure of what to expect. But what I've grown to know is that the first thing we encounter after making such leap is that we are met with our own self or, you know, what is considered to be the shadow. We are put up against and face parts of ourselves that we tend to keep hidden. We are forced to look at and almost analyze past choices, people, places, things, and even mindsets that have gotten us, you know, up until this point. It can seem as if everything has been brought up to the surface to be dealt with all at once. But this is a critical step I feel that is necessary to bring forth and, sh- and so that we may step into our most authentic self. This begins a pivotal and almost make or break point where we can either decide to play victim or take accountability and acceptance for the part we played in whatever situation or circumstance that led us to this point. The hardest thing to do is to truly, you know, see yourself, flaws and all, and like what you see. And where it may be easier to run from yourself or lean towards denial of what you see, we must make peace and come to terms with our past. In tarot, or, you know, in tarot talk, as, you know, I've, I've, as being a tarot reader, I have been, you know, speaking in tarot talk, um, for a while now, but this is a process that is normally called like the integration of the shadow. You know, this is a process 
that is known as, you know, blending or combining of your dark and light qualities or characteristics. And by doing so, you know, we begin to achieve an internal balance. This is what would bring on what is referred to also in the tarot community as the dark night of the soul. It is a process in which there is a breakdown of past patterns, mindsets, emotions, and traumas that need healing as we continue to move forward. This process is different for everyone and lasts different in length for everyone as well. Uh, We begin, you know, through this process, extracting, dissecting, and ultimately acknowledging the spaces where we may have been hurt or, you know, things that may have been hidden away or experiences that we may have had in our past as a way to, you know, mask the pain that we still carry around today, whether knowing or unknowingly, conscious or unconsciously. We begin to see why certain things happened, the things we may have unhealthily become attached to, the people and experiences we've attracted, and the actuality of the burdens we've been carrying. And, you know, I'll be honest with you guys, most of the times the the quote unquote burdens or baggage that we tend to hold on to and carry around, you know, sometimes that ends up not even being, you know, of our own packing, but, you know, things that have been projected upon us, instilled within us due to, you know, our upbringing, certain family uh, values and traditions, societal as well as peer pressures, and even illusions, dreams, and fantasies that have been long held onto. This is ultimately the process of the dark night of the soul or the experience of the dark night of the soul is a dismantling of the ego that was bred on false perceptions and fears that could be fears of abandonment or rejections and or wanting to attain or maintain a certain level of status or position. But in more layman terms, it's, you know, easily just considered as having a false sense of self. This process can and will happen more than once for us all. But normally there is um, or there will be like one major shift that brings on this awakening, quote unquote, within you. You begin to have a perspective change. You may find yourself isolating off to yourself. You begin to notice that you also may start falling out of alignment with the very people, places, and things you've once become so accustomed to and familiar with. And, you know, if it's in the aspect of people, you know, it normally transpires within our closest relationships. Sometimes we may, you know, even come to no longer being able to work a regular job, even if you've been in that job for years. And all of this is happening to align you with and within yourself, your path, and your purpose. It may feel awkward, unfamiliar, and uncomfortable, but you will soon come to realize and may also feel yourself coming into, you know, a balance that's taking place internally. Um, It is also a very empowering feeling when you achieve this, you know, awareness of who you are by embracing your, uh, excuse me, embracing your uniqueness and becoming whole or one within yourself. 
you begin to see how the union was also necessary and you step into the role of you know who you are as the creator in which you begin constructing your own reality this process is you tapping into your power and you begin to see that balance that is taking place within you begins to reflect and manifest outside of you as well i know we've all heard the saying as above so below but what is really taking place is a as within, so without concept. This is how we start using what we have to attain, you know, what we want without outside influence and or manipulation. We begin to construct our reality through our own lens and develop our vision for the things that we want to achieve. And we also begin attracting the things that, you know, we need. And it all stems from allowing deception of our, or excuse me, it all stems from allowing, accepting, and embracing our true authentic self, letting go of what no longer serves us, detaching and being forward focused on wanting better. But without shame, fear of ridicule or abandonment and judgment and making the conscious choice to choose to and be ourself and stand in our truth without apology this is your power and in knowing that you are in that power is something that you know it's it's unique to you it's specific to you and it's also a knowing that you are who you are and that no one else can be you so as we end, you know, this season and episode, you guys know with the last episode, I had decided to pull some of my empowering questions cards in which I was, you know, guided to do at the end of that, you know, as I was prepping for that episode. So I decided to, you know, do it again. And of course, I always look for one, but for this episode, you know, two came out. I went to pull one for the last episode and three came out. So, you know, I just take whatever, you know, spirit guides me to take. Um, and, you know, it's also, like I said in the last episode, something, you know, for you to maybe want to ponder on. It may be even a question that you may have asked yourself, but really didn't give it too much thought. And it may be something that, you know, gives you... um you know, a type of spark to, you know, see where it leads you and, you know, exploring the question and seeing what, you know, answers come to you or, you know, however you decide to utilize it. So the first um, empowering question that came out states, what kind of advice on life would I give to my younger self? So with this question coming out, it automatically made me feel like there are a lot of things, you know, from the past. The past plays a big part in, you know, who we are. And it also, you know, for some people, shapes the way that they see their future. And so with this question, like, what advice on life would you give to your younger self? It makes me feel like, you know, for a lot of us, there were a lot of things that happened, you know, in childhood and our upbringing um, you know, with people we've encountered, you know, through school or, you know, the neighborhood or whatever your past is for you. So what kind of advice on life would you give to your younger self 
right now in this present moment. For some of you, if you're, you know, if you fall on the spectrum of, you know, being someone who maybe suppressed their feelings, held back their, you know, their thoughts, never really got to express yourself at all, um, you know, how would you advise your younger self to do something different if you feel like, you know, maybe you're still carrying that along with you in adulthood? What advice would you give to your younger self? Because for a lot of us, what we don't realize is through our past, you know, traumas that we have had, no matter how big or small, no matter whether you feel they're significant or insignificant, or, you know, just the magnitude of what you went through, how, you know, what we fail to realize is that we all still harness, you know, our inner child, even as an adult. There's still that, you know, childlike, playful energy that we're all able to tap into. But what I've noticed is that, you know, a lot of people refrain from tapping into that because it brings up so much of what, you know, they were unable to, you know, express as a kid, say as a kid, do as a, as a kid. So, you know, what advice on life would, you know, would you give to your younger self right now in this present moment? And another question that came out the second one states and you guys know I record all of my podcasts in real time no matter where I'm at I do apologize for the sirens but they do come in as you know as a form of confirmation you know from the universe um for some of you that may definitely be something you may want to ask yourself you know so the second question that came out says why am I doing the things I am doing right now? So this question, for one, it kind of makes you or it almost forces you to be present. Why are you doing the things that you are doing right now? Why are you in this job? Why are you in this place? Why are you attached to this thing? Why are you in this relationship? You know, what are you doing? What are the things that you are doing or why? Are you doing these things? Is it because, you know, are you in this relationship because there's a fear of being alone? Are you at this job because you've been told, like, no matter what, you know, you have to have a job and you have to provide whether you like it or not? Why are you attached to this thing? Am I drinking because, you know, I want to have fun or am I drinking because I'm trying to run away from my problems? Those are just, you know, simple examples, but, you know, you can tailor it to, you know, where and how it may or may not fit for you. So, you know, with this season, you know, there were a lot of readings um, and episodes as well that, you know, are forcing, I wouldn't even say forcing, but that are, you know, bringing up things that are that have you know been hidden and with us right now being you know in Scorpio season which is you know fixed water um and it is uh you know it's that it's the the things that we keep hidden when especially emotionally it's, it's you know sometimes it's things you know it's your deep dark secrets your deep dark desires you know, it's we're in that energy right now. And, you know, even through readings that I am currently doing, the energy is coming out like, you know, a lot of emotional 
I don't know if I would definitely call it baggage, but just like a lot of emotional things that, you know, we have all held on to. And I say we because I am a part of, you know, the collective. And, you know, we're all here. We're all going through things. I've never been one to look at myself like I'm outside of these having these problems because I'm not. And, it, you know, that's one of the reasons why I'm able to do this is because before I am even able to do this, I have to be able to or I had to have had the experience in order to talk about it. So, like I said, with this Scorpio energy, you know, it's bringing a lot of things up to the surface. A lot of things we've tried to hide, a lot of things we've tried to bury. But it is also playing, you know, in a way of, you know, making us have to face these things. Because a lot of the trauma we hold on to is emotional. You know, and I'm not, you know, downplaying or saying like, you know, a lot of trauma wasn't physical or psychological. But at the root cause of it is, you know, the emotions and the feelings. So how, you know, how are we able to process how, you know, we are really feeling? Why do we hide what we are, you know, truly feeling? And a part of, you know, stepping into your, you know, yourself, your most authentic self is by way of, you know, feelings. Like they say, you have to feel to heal. And the way to feeling is actually allowing, you know, what you feel to come out, to not let it be stifled, to not let you be in a place where you fear judgment or ridicule or, you know, feeling like you're going to be alone. And, you know, even if it does come to that, like, it makes me feel like why does what someone or something outside of you hold that much power over you when you are the one that's in control you are the one that has the power over you know what you allow the things that you say how you choose to react so you know this episode you know was really like I said it's about you know taking your power back and the way that you take your power back is by you know stepping into acknowledging and embracing your flaws your differences, your uniqueness, your truth, and, you know, allowing yourself to feel what you feel without apology. That is, you know, it's something very powerful. And even in, um, we will have, you know, a new moon in Scorpio um, on November 4th. But the reading that I just did for the new moon, you know, it, it, and it's bringing me back to that. So you guys may want to check out, you know, when it's posted. If it's not posted when you hear it, definitely, you know, check out for it. It will be posted by November 4th. But it is going to be that new moon in Scorpio energy. And it's like the way that it made me feel was like, I know that I'm the type of person who. If I'm feeling some type of way, the first thing that I do, and I know, like, I don't expect everybody to do this. I don't expect everybody to understand. But I know that, you know, this is what works for me. And when I feel like I'm in a place emotionally where, you know, I feel either unbalanced or out of control or, you know, something is just not sitting right with me. The first person that I run to is is like with is me. I run to myself to see for one like why do I feel like this? 
what is triggering me to feel like this? And how can I rectify this feeling within me? Because I'm not one to allow things to fester. I'm not one to, you know, not express that I am feeling some type of way. And I've never been one to, you know, hide it either. Like, I, I, it, if I'm feeling some type of way, and if you're someone who knows me personally and you're listening to this, you know, like, just off of my facial expression, like, something is wrong. And before you can even ask me, like, I'm telling you because I just don't like it. It makes me feel uncomfortable. So I know I'm not the only person like that, but I know that maybe I'm not, you know, for me, like I know how I handle it in my way where I'm not going to run from it. I'm not going to be like, oh, I'll deal with it another day. I want it to be, you know, rectified right there in the moment because letting things sit, you know, and you just keep adding on to it, it causes, you know, a buildup. And then after so much has built up, there's only one one thing that is bound to happen, especially when it comes to, you know, the emotions and feelings, the water, it, you know, it eventually, you know, comes out, it has to find a way out. And, you know, water always will find a way it's it's you can't hold water back you can't stop it it's always going to find a way to flow and you know that's the energy that you know we all need to be in is learning how to let our emotions flow what comes up we need to deal with it because and it also brought on the energy of you know crying where you know a lot of people look at crying as like a weakness or you know like it's something that you know only women do and if men do it you're you know you're deemed as weak or soft and it's like first of all crying is very natural but it's also freeing it's cleansing and it's healing and it's from the inside out sometimes you know you can be so angry that it brings you to tears but what those tears are doing is freeing up space it's allowing those waters to, you know, fade and go away. It's allowing, you know, space for, you know, the opportunity for new water to come in. You know, especially when it comes to the emotions and feelings, you know, there's an ebb and flow. Sometimes, you know, we're overly emotional, but that overly emotional can be like overly happy or overjoyed. But it can also be, you know, on the other end of the spectrum you know because we're so angry or agitated or frustrated you know because there's a positive and a negative to everything but in this instance the act of you know crying like I said it's freeing it's cleansing it's healing but most of all like it's releasing it's letting go so, you know, how can you allow yourself to, you know, you know, first taking your power back requires you to take a long, hard look at yourself. And, you know, like I said, one of the hardest things to do is, you know, to look at yourself, flaws and all, and like what you see. It's it's hard, you know, because what we, you know, don't realize is like the the people we attract the things that we are attracted to all come into our lives as, you know, mirrors in a way to reflect back to us, you know, the parts of us that 
you know, maybe we'll see in somebody like, oh, you know, if you like that quality, it's something that you don't feel comfortable in, but then you're seeing it in action through another person. So, you know, in turn, you know, it gets reflected back to you. Like, you know, it's okay for me to be like this. But the ego comes into play when you're like, well, if I'm like this, then this person ain't gonna look at me, you know, or they're gonna look at me funny. Or if this is a skill or a quality that I have, and I, you know, want to, you know, go ahead and do something with it, apply for that job, start that business, will there be anybody to support me, you know, and as a person who, you know, is on, on this, you know, entrepreneur grind right now, I've went through it all. Like, but you know what? I'm to the point where I don't care whether you support me or not. But if you're not serving me, if you're not, if you're not, you know, supporting me or being there for me or, you know, like what I do, whether you like or like what I do or not, it's not going to stop me from doing what I feel in my heart. You know, and and I understand like it's hard when, you know, people that you've supported or people that you've been around for a long time, you, you know, there are certain expectations that are placed on these people, these, you know, jobs, these experiences for whatever, you know, we place those expectations, you know, out there. But oftentimes, you know, you'll, you know, you find yourself being let down. But I'm here to tell you like that feeling is okay it's all right. Like you'll, you're, as long as you're doing what you feel in your heart, there's, you know, it, Hey, it is what it is. Like it's their loss. If it's a person, it's that job's loss. If it's a job, because, you know, if you're doing a job, you know, just for the paycheck, there's only going to be so long that you can actually stay there and, you know, put on that happy face that you actually like what you're doing. You know, eventually you're going to get to, you know, that boiling point. So, you know, of course, you guys know that this channel is a judgment-free zone. We are here to talk about what, you know, goes on, you know, with all of us collectively. It may not be the same way, but it's the, you know, it's the same energy. We're just all using it in different ways or it's playing out in different ways. So, of course, where we're at right now, and I felt like this was the perfect um, topic to end off this season with. I've completed 10 episodes for this season, and like I stated in the beginning, I am so thankful and grateful to all of my listeners and all of my supporters who have been there since day one, you know, streaming the content. Um, I truly, truly am grateful and thankful for it all, no matter how many spins I get, even if I've only gotten one spin, I would have been satisfied with that. Um, Because I know, you know, things come up as we need to deal with them. Things come into our awareness, our reality, our experience when they're needed most. So, you know, but even me and, you know, before I began doing tarot, this podcast, I was definitely afraid of recording myself. I didn't like my voice. I didn't like to be on camera. I didn't want to be seen. 
But I ended up taking, you know, for me, that was how I took my power back by taking a leap of faith and stepping into that unknown energy. It was very uncomfortable. It was very unfamiliar. But here I am 10 episodes in and I could not be prouder. Sometimes I'll even go back and, you know, listen, I stopped being so critical of myself where initially I would always, you know, record something, then go back and play it and be like, oh, I messed up here. I messed up there. Like I would be so self-critical of myself, but I was like, you know what, whatever, like I'm human. I'm not without error. I'm not striving for perfection. I'm solid and secure in who I am. And, you know, for those who the message is for, they're going to get it. They understand So why am I, you know, like tripping out? And it was like, nah, you know, I had to stop doing that to myself. And that was me, you know, taking my power back in just this one instance of life. But I've had this, you know, happen in other areas of my life. You know, with people I've had to detach from, places I've had to detach from, things I've stopped doing. And, you know, because I've learned, especially when it comes to things, We have to learn how to consume it without letting it consume us. And once, you know, I change my mindset around it. And, you know, like I said, anytime I'm facing anything, whether it's in regards to my emotions or if it's in regards to like my mindset or mentality, I've always been the type of person to self-check first. Like, why am I even doing this or why am I even feeling like this? And, you know, that's where the transformation began for me. And I'm not saying that it's easy because it's not. This has not been easy in the least. And I'm not going to sit here and lie to you and tell you that it is because it is not. It is the most challenging. I'm not going to say hurtful because it's a hurt that feels good once you make it through. But there is pain associated with it. Not physical, but there, you know, there are some emotional and, you know, psychological and mental pain that comes from this process, but it's not without reward. And like I said, once you get into that, that space within yourself, that space of security, that, that it's really like a feeling of being home when you're whole. It's the most powerful, empowering, liberating feeling of knowing that you're in control. You're the you're in the seat of power. You are the creator. And you begin to see how you can construct and use the energy or use your power to make your reality sufficient for you outside of anything anyone or any place you know use your power that's what it's here for that's what we are here for and it leads you straight into your path and your purpose because we all have a purpose we're 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 all worth it you just have to know it and believe it and be willing to you know step into it and own it So, like I said, this is the last episode for this season. I am so excited and looking forward to season two for you guys. Um, And, you know, for me as well, because I'm on this journey, no matter how far I come, the, the, the work doesn't stop. So, you know, I'm looking forward to, you know, 
you know, changing a few things up, adding some things to, you know, the second season. And, you know, I definitely hope that you guys enjoyed this first season. I hope that there was, you know, some knowledge and wisdom gained from this first season. And ultimately, you know, you see where and how you can apply certain things, you know, from my journey and incorporate it with your journey because we're all on this journey. We're all on it. No one is exempt. But, you know, you just have to consciously choose to, you know, want to create the reality that you seek. It's time to, you know, make your dreams real because they are no matter how far out they may seem. And, you know, I'm the type of person that, you know, I feel like the, the more far out that dream is, the better. Like, go get it, whatever it is. Don't settle, don't stifle yourself, and definitely definitely don't hold yourself back because of little things, little things. We have to learn how to make the little things, you know, that we perceive to be big things. We have to know how to, you know, like prioritize and put them in their place. So with that being said, sending love and light out to you all. Again, I thank you, thank you, thank you for being here with me through these 10 episodes And, you know, I'm just grateful and thankful that, you know, I'm in this place to be able to share with you all. And like I said, I hope, you know, there was something that you could take from this. And as always, you know, it's love and light and protection out to you all. And be on the lookout for season two. We're going to, you know, see, you know, where everyone is at after, you know, taking their power back. So, Definitely sending out love, light, protection, and I will see you guys on the next season. All right? Later.